Welcome to the Script Bids Podcast for Tuesday, 11th April, 2023. Our bid today comes from Proverbs 3, verse 5, which says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Oh, friends, it's Easter Tuesday, and the celebrations continue. And today, all roads are leading to the picturesque seaside town of Buku in Sweet Tobago for the latest edition of the fabulous day of goat racing. Wow! And would you believe that the goat races have become so popular over the years that they built a special stadium just to hold them? Although I believe that it's a multi-purpose stadium, but goat racing was apparently the driving engine to build it. But you know what? Like so many events that seem to have made progress, this new scenario has lost some of the spontaneity and passion. It's well organized and everybody sits down and watches now. Where, where it was previously held though, in an open field between a group of houses, the passion and enthusiasm was sky high as everyone stood on the sidelines right next to the racing strip. There were also crab races back then too. But the best part of the whole day was that in several houses around the area, a scintillating party would be happening. That's before, during and after the races with the fire water making itself felt in the crowd. <laughs> Those were the days, though, when everything wasn't so well organized and sometimes you flew by the seat of your pants. But that's usually when you are more creative and enthusiastic. And brother, it would certainly be nice to be in Tobago right now, enjoying the sunshine and the cool sea breezes while relaxing in the calm, beautifully blue sea. Yes, feeling the amazing propensity it has for easing the stress and pain in my mature but less than flexible body. And after that, and going to the goat races to check out the food and the colorful camaraderie that's a major part of the celebration. Whoa. No, that's what dreams are made of. But one day soon, I promise you, one day soon. However, today I want to share this short and simple, but very interesting and to the point prayer I found in the March edition of the In Touch Daily Devotional. It is simply titled, Let Us Pray. So please, please do that with me right now. Lord, sometimes I wish I could skip the hard parts of my life. Some days they're just too much to bear. But I know you're with me in the painful moments just as much as in the good ones. So today I ask for patience to gently ride those difficult waves with you. For attentiveness to look for you at unlikely turns for presence of mind, to remember the highs and lows 
are both opportunities to be with you. Please help me experience the richness of this life you created. Amen. Yes, friends, it's a simple prayer, but it touches all the important bases in our everyday lives. The patience, attentiveness, and presence of mind. If we are solidly, solidly grounded in those three things, we can't go wrong since they will keep us close to and in touch with our Heavenly Father. And once we are ensconced in His righteousness and love, everything else will be clear sailing. As Christ said so clearly in the Sermon on the Mount, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And we know that comes from Matthew 6.33. And he means what he says. If you keep God first place in your life, then all the necessities of life will come your way. As Brother David so succinctly and sweetly puts it, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And we know that's Psalm 23, the first verse. And is it ever the gospel truth? My fellow believers, we won't necessarily get rich or live high on the hog, although that is certainly possible, but we'll never face times of serious want. And a lot of times that we face a state of want right now, it's because we are not keeping God first place. These words from Cousin Saul in Proverbs 3, which we all know but don't properly follow, also reverberate with that wisdom. He writes, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lead not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct that make smooth or straight thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear or reverence the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel or body, and marrow that strength or refreshment to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, that's your possessions, and with the first fruits of all thine increases. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty, and thy presses or vats shall burst out with new wine. Whoa! Now that's what what's in those few short sentences that we don't understand it. All it is is Proverbs 3, 5 to 10. And we all know that. We all know what they are, but we simply don't want to keep them. I don't know why. They're as clear as day. Put your trust and faith in the Lord and not in your own strength. And life will go well with you. Both Cousin Saul and Brother David are speaking from personal experiences. So if they, who were frail and fragile men just like us, and even made many more serious mistakes than some of us will ever make, if they could do it and prosper, why can't we? And it's not like it's rocket science, but simply trust and obedience. But no, we figure that with the free gift of free will, we need to do stuff on our own, although we don't have to, sorry, although we don't have the power or knowledge 
to do half of what we want to do. That's why the Lord advises us to stick with him. As Jesus also said so clearly, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And we know that's John 15, 5. And that should just about end the arguments. If we don't abide in Jesus, that stick close to him like white and rice, and he doesn't abide in us, then crap will smoke with pipe because we can't do much of anything without him. So, my fellow saints, on this Easter Tuesday, or rather all through this Easter season, let's contemplate and consider our positions in Christ now. Are we abiding in him and he in us? If the answer is yes, then let's hold on tightly, as tightly as possible, and don't ever let him go, for that means certain disaster. And if the answer is no, then please, please make the conscious decision to begin abiding with him as soon as possible, preferably right now. Yes, right now will be best, because if you don't, you have as much chance of enjoying eternal life as a snowball has of surviving in hell. Now, for those of us who are doing our best to abide in Christ, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right. Let's go home declaring or choose the mantra, letting all and sundry know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. As one voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be my people. And it's now our bounden duty to go out and share that amazing love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, living for Jesus is not easy, but living without him, oh, that's a sure recipe for hellfire and damnation. And that's the indisputable truth. You can't get eternal life without living for Jesus, without having him as your Lord and Savior. Anything else means hellfire and damnation, eternal separation from the Father, which, as I keep on saying, is the worst thing that could happen to a human soul. So please, let's get wise and start living seriously for Jesus now, because it's the best option we have going. And we pray that we'll all do that starting right now in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.